Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do today, my friends? <laughs> it's so nice to be back in town. You just spilt my drink, Jimmy. With those fat legs of yours. You, look at this. The oh desk my. now is going to run down on me. Get that shirt over there. Get that shirt. And, oh. like, wipe it up. I, you made it too full. No, you're a slob. <laughs> Rosalita. Oh, wait, wait. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. I got oh a paper my towel. God, I got iced tea dripping down my crotchola. How's it Get feel? Get out of here. That's okay. It's like you peed your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Bang it one more time. I I'm going to pour this it. on your freaking head. Don't make it I so sh- full. What's up, everybody? Anyway, that's Ron. <laughs> I mean, really, working with this guy is just like I want to commit suicide sometimes. This or shoot him. He's one of the two. Anyway, hi, everybody out there. How there are you, you today? It's a very beautiful day. The sun is out. We're all happy. I want to warn you. I'm insane today. If you thought I was crazy last week, I'll wait this week. I am totally flipped out. So the show is going to be probably taken off the air and never put back on again. No, absolutely what not. He did. He also, let's tea all over me. That let's let's also bitch. go and uh, watch your language. I didn't say anything. I said son of a beeswax. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we also want to welcome our cool, badass man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What up, fellas? What up, chat room? Hey. Another week. And if you're in, uh, we also want to welcome everybody in the chat room: Cindy, Lady Lake, Irish Ginger, Rebel, Steve Weiss. Everybody in the chat room. Hello, hello. So happy to have you here. If you guys hit the ITV button at the top of the screen you can actually see us waving to you right now yay oh chad i don't see anything is, no. there, is, it, is it there put your glasses That's on because the iced tea probably shorted out all the circuits yeah okay exactly don't yeah. spill it stuff on the wires jimbo he does he's, he's, he's got those legs that they're always up in the air banging around that i mean he weird. knocked the whole studio desk i can't help it i have like this thing on <laughs> well, my stop chair being a neurotic he shakes his legs he twitches wait did you get a new desk it's crazy he's, no we didn't get I a new desk needs drugs oh. or something he no we didn't drugs. anyway okay. new desk. anyway Anyway, right. anyway, we got a great I have, show. I for you have guys a little today. story to tell. You know, everyone's okay. talking about the story. Into it. Yeah, we have time. Well, my transmission went on my Audi TT Roadster. Yes, my car is old, but I will not get rid of it. And why? Because legend Jane Russell was the first person to ride in it. 
when I bought it, I drove up to Santa Maria and said, Jane, what do you think of my new car? She said, oh, it's beautiful, Ron. I said, you should see it with the top down. She said, I'm sure it's even more beautiful. So I took her for a ride and she loved my car. Then Mr. Blackwell, the 10 worst dress list, who's a dear, dear buddy of mine, he drove in that car. And also Oscar winning Cliff Robertson, who was PT-109, played Kennedy. He rode in that car. Plus Beryl Davis, Tony Curtis, quite a few people rode in that car. And for those reasons, I do not want to give up my car. So we're going to fix it. Well, yeah. I went crazy now all over the internet looking for a decent person to fix my car. Number one, they're all full of crap. All right? They con you. They bullshit you. They try to tell you over the phone what it is. I don't care for that. I used to rebuild my cars when I was a teenager. But then we had cars that were like coffee grinders for engines. You know, you could jump in, fix it in two seconds. Today's cars with all the computerized crap can't do it. Finally, finally, I say, I found... Richard, are you listening, Richard? Because he's listening to the show today. Get the proposition, Richard. You listening up? Okay. Um, I found him. He is Amco Transmission in Oak, where the hell is it? Quaker Town, Pennsylvania, about 14 miles from where we live. He offered me what everybody else wanted me to pay for, and that's a three year warranty on transmission. This car is going back to Florida. It'll be our Florida car. So Amco also honors it down there. Now, are you listening, Richie, baby? If the price is right and the work is good, I will come on the radio and tell everybody how good you are, how everybody should go there. Listen to this one, Chad. Now, this is Brooklyn. <laughs> this is a real Brooklyn snow job. This is what we did years ago in Brooklyn. It's called haggling or, 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 or whatever. Now, Richie, listen. If you do a good job... And you don't charge me a lot of money. Next week, I'll come on and tell everybody how great you really are and how beautifully my car drives and how happy I am. Now, if you think I'm baloneying you when I told you earlier on the phone, I, I have all of this where we go. The Jimmy Star Show heard throughout Pennsylvania, over 190 countries, syndicated in Pennsylvania, Detroit, Kansas City, Los Angeles, New York, Washington, D.C., Ontario, London, England, Belgium, Omaha, Nebraska, and can also be heard worldwide on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and iHeartRadio. There now, you go. Richie, 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 that was Richie. pretty good, Chad, wasn't it? <laughs> now, Richie, Props. Richie, Richie, you got to sell a lot of transmission, baby, to afford to get a commercial on this show. We go all over. But I liked you. You were a nice guy on the phone. I have confidence in you. I know you're going to do a great job. And I will have the car towed there tomorrow. Okay, Rich? So we'll, I'll see you. And thank you very much for being honest and being a really good guy. That's Richard at Amco Transmission. In Quaker Town. Quaker Town, Pennsylvania. Amco, A-A-M-C-O, and then they honked the horn when I was a right. kid. That was the commercial. Uh, I don't uh, know if it's still uh, like uh, that uh. now. So if anybody <laughs> listening in our PA area needs a tranny, I don't mean a transsexual, I mean a transmission, <laughs> then go. If you need a tranny, Listen. I got a number for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> my, my very good friend Janae King, that tranny. Anyway, um, so then go to and call up Richard. In fact, let me give you Richard's number. I don't think he'll mind. It's area code 215-536-5280. A-A-M-C-O, AMCO, baby. Yeah. Beep, 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 and speak to Richard. <laughs> Enough about that. Now, I have another issue that I want to talk about. Okay, we don't have a lot of time, I don't so care. make a short one. I don't care. It's, it's like my radio show now. What do I okay. care? I have well over 23,000 
Twitters. Twitter followers. Twitter followers. And half of them, I have no idea what to do with these people. Uh, Jimmy made me do it. Uh, my friend Lori, she, well, everybody got upset on Facebook because I said, Lori twatted me. Now, when you tweet, it's you tweet. tweet. And if you are tweeting, you are tweeting. And after you send a tweet and it's read, you are twatting. No, you're not. So I said, Lori, <laughs> I said, Lori, after seeing your twat, I am now answering you with my tweet. <laughs> and no wonder well, they got mis- upset. She misunderstood that. Not only she, but her boyfriend, who's a very, very good dear friend of mine and also extremely famous in the music world. In fact, uh, I can't tell you who he is because it's a secret, but he's super famous. He went hysterical. And he said to me, I didn't know that you saw my girlfriend's twat. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, you wrote, I said, no, I was, when you tweet, you twat. And they said, no, that's not the proper word for tweeting. So I guess if I tweet you, you just tweet no, I'm you. sorry, if you tweet me, I don't twat you back. No, you tweet back. I tweet you back, which is incorrect, but that's okay. We're not giving grammar lessons today because you can't be and being in the same be. That's what I'm saying. In anyway, the Twitter universe, you can. I have no idea what Twitter is for. All I know is I've got over 23,000 people. How they found me, God only can tell me. What the hell is it all about? But Jimmy promised me this weekend. I'm teaching him. I'm teaching him. He's getting better. He's got a big following. He needs to like address it. So if you tweet me, I promise I will twi- twat you. Tweet, tweet you back. Twat you back. No, tweet, tweet. tweet you back. There's no twat. A twat is just no, there, something. No, that's disgusting. Now, let's not get there. I mean, like I said to this boyfriend of this girl that, I said, do you twat your girlfriend? And he said, all the time. <laughs> so I guess it was okay for him to twat yeah. her, but I well, couldn't Well, that's twat. his girlfriend. So anyway, enough of this it. nonsense. Let's get on with the show. Yay! What do we got today, Jimmy Starr? Actually, it says everybody on, uh, on the, in the chat room says they can't wait for you to tweet them. Because like, they all tw- follow you, so I'll, you don't tweet well, them. Well, I'll twat me, tweet me and I'll twat you back. Tweet you back. I'm going to say twat. I'm going to bring that word to light, and it's going to be the new, uh, whatever, comparative world word, where everybody's going to say, you know, I tweeted you. Now, when are you going to twat me back? There you go. Hey, we have a call. great show for you guys. What You, you got a caller now? Oh, we got a caller. Hello, and welcome so to the fast. Jimmy Star Show. Oh, wow. Hello. <laughs> is, is this TJ from the Nearly Deads? This is TJ from the Nearly Deads. What's up? I just wanted to first off tell you that you're like totally smoking hot, and if I wasn't gay and married, I would totally love you. Wow. <laughs> and if the queen had balls, she'd be the king. <laughs> that was hilarious. So welcome, never TJ. I the, never heard that one either. It's an old Brooklyn slang. Yeah, if the queen had balls, she'd be the king. You never heard Anyway, that. you guys are super cool looking. TJ's from the Nearly Deads. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you for having me. Before we get started, let me introduce you to the other guy that you heard talking. He's our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. You sound so cute, so young, and so adorable. Now, you're probably a big old fat woman, right? Nope. She's hot. You're hot? <laughs> Chad, put a picture up so we can see what she looks like. I don't know why I can't. She's way. not Skyping in. I wish no, all of not. our guests would Skype in. Take the time out to Skype. You go all she's over the tour. world. She's on tour. I don't care. She's got a laptop. She's got a something. <laughs> I do, Skype. You know, I'm actually driving right now. Like, I'm behind well, the wheel. It, you could do it while driving. Oh Just my. use your elbows I, while you hold that. the laptop in front of you. Right. <laughs> I think that's Four guys in my band. Four well, guys in the band, and I'm the one driving. That stinks. Act so funny. So here she is. She's the blonde. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh, my the God. The band is cool looking. Wow. Um, so this is the Nearly Deads. Also, let me introduce you wow. to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Sexy. Murphy. Hello. Welcome like to Kim the show. Nova. Hello. And we have a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. 
Hi, chat room people. There you go. So you guys are actually the, okay. So you're the you're the lead singer of the Nearly Dead's, a great looking band, a great sounding band. You guys are on tour right now, right? Yeah, we are on tour. Uh, we just played in Columbus, and we're heading up to Milwaukee. We're playing Pride Fest on Saturday, so we're Which super is- stoked about that. Awesome, awesome. We love that. They're playing the Miller Lights main stage. If anybody's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this Saturday at Pride Fest, which you know we're all about that being like that. We're like the only gay couple syndicated radio show in the world. Uh, We totally dig that. So we think it's super awesome. You also um, just got off tour, right? You just got off another tour uh, someplace else, and then after Pride Fest, you're going on another tour with the Philly group. Yeah, we just got off with City of the Week, and they're also have a smoking hot front woman. Um, named Steph with an F. They're really fun and cool. And then uh, we're going out with Rivers Monroe from Philly, and we're going all the way down to Florida and then back up to Nashville. And we're ending that tour with a huge uh, CD release party at Exit in Nashville on June 29th. So we're really excited. The album's coming out June 24th. So we're just kind of touring and promoting, telling people about the new record coming out. Which is awesome. The new record, everybody, is coming out June 24th. It's called Invisible Tonight. And uh, mm-hmm. they got a bunch of singles. They have a single that we're going to play for you in a minute called I Said, I think, right? Is that the single? I Said, yes. Before we do uh, that, yeah, I, I just said- want to say, I want to ask you a question. Have you any idea who Kim Novak is? Kim Novak? She was a very famous movie movie star. star. She was Vertigo. You look just like Kim Novak in this picture. It's amazing. You're very beautiful. Oh, thank you. It wasn't in a Hitchcock film, isn't she? Yeah, she was in a Hitchcock. She was in some Hitchcock Hitchcock movies. Sure, she was in um, uh, the Hitchcock Vertigo, her famous film. Vertigo. That's who you look like. Now, tell me, do those three degenerates want to jump you all the time, or what? Are you dating any of them? Uh, No. Can you you control them? They look like they could really. No, no. No, they look like they could be nasty guys. They look like they see a hot blonde. They can get really raunchy. (laughs) Especially the guys. They're really nice guys. They're like my. They're like my brothers. Honestly, uh, oh, Hank, they're, all in, they're all in touch. They're a little weird. <laughs> well, the one that that's uh, second, right next to you, the the young, cute-looking one with the bow tie. If I had they to, all have both well, if, if I if I were to be molested by the three of them, I would prefer him. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew what picture you were looking at. I'm actually looking at the promo picture with right. the, with the fake tuxedo shirts and the tuxedo it- shirts. With the tuxedo no, shorts, I, and he likes the one that's immediately, really, if you're looking at the really picture, cute. the one to the left. The one with the cleft in his chin. He is a good-looking guy. He looks like he could oh, kind of like, like a, <laughs> a, He could be like kind of like Steve. a boy bander guy. He looks so cute. The one on to your he right. He photographed well. He's not that good-looking. <laughs> He's not? Well, the, the, the one that's at your back looks like a serial killer. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> are those guys a fun gonna serial killer they're gonna love me a we do crazy stuff on this show we like to have fun anyway you're yeah, very we had a lot of fun uh taking those pictures actually we were cracking up the whole time i mean we're wearing tuxedo shirts it was fun. I know, I see that, <laughs> tuxedo t-shirts. Yeah, we do those publicity shots, and we really get stupid when we do them and have a lot of fun. I think you guys yeah. are a great-looking band, and besides being a great-looking band, you guys are like just totally like kicking ass, especially for your... There's big anticipation for the debut album. Um, you guys, I read, I read in your bio that you were originally formed in Tampa. We're actually from... Well, I'm from Florida. I grew up in Florida. I lived there for 48 years. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Can't you tell? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll never lose my accent. I keep going back to Brooklyn and listening, so I keep it with me forever. Do you when you go so you're going to Florida as part of this tour, when you go to Florida, like do you have a pretty big fan base in Florida, being that you're from Florida? Um, yeah, we do. And we also have like family, friends. Um, you know, Steve and I went to college down there. That's kinda of where we started playing music together with our original original drummer. So it's gonna be really fun to kinda of go home. My parents still live there. So I can go visit them, lay out by the pool, go to the beach, do all that stuff. That's the great stuff. <laughs> How long have you guys been together and had you, had you hook up? Um, the band's been together since 2010, and I was really a fan. Like, Steve and our original drummer were in a different band in Tampa. I was in my own band. We were just kind of all doing our own thing. We all kind of knew each other. I was a fan of theirs. Their band was like, we're all moving to Nashville, like, you know, and it was like, I was over, I was sick of Florida, it was like too hot for me, so I was like, well, I'll try Nashville, I'll see what's going on with music up there, I'll try to do my own thing. Well, when push came to shove, their original lead singer ended up not moving to Nashville, they had no front person, and I was there with no band, and I was like, huh, like, why don't I just try out for your band, like, would you guys want to be female-fronted, would you want to try the whole thing, like, and it just, the rest is history, it just really worked, and we took off right away we got a lot of opportunities by moving to nashville we're so happy that we did it um and yeah here we are and now there aren't a whole lot of great female fronted bands right now i mean we've had nope. a lot in the past but we don't have a whole lot right now uh so like i think that you've you guys fit a fill in like a niche that you know like had had a, a void in it do you have a hit single or an album out that anybody could purchase? And would you like no, no, to tell them? No, no, the hit single where? is "I Said," and the album oh, is I'm, coming out. You missed the beginning of the conversation. Uh, uh, you know, I'm in a coma half the time. Well, I know. we do have um, we have two EPs that are already out, and we so do have a video. See I know, but they're promoting yeah. the anyway, new one. Right well, the debut. You know that he all he does is knock my iced tea over on the desk. <laughs> he does that well. Go ahead, honey. Tell us all everything you've got out there, so people. Can play. <laughs> Well, so, we just released, we have two EPs, and we have a single called Never Look Back that's on our YouTube page. So if you go check out the uh, brand new video for I Said, Never Look Back video is already up there. It's the zombie video. It's got zombies in it, and it's got over six and a half million views. It's like our big, oh, you know, claim, you. To, claim to success, you know, and it's, it's got us a lot of opportunities and allowed us to kind of be doing what we're doing. Because so many people's YouTube is just like, have you ever sat all day and just creeped YouTube? and just I click, do it click, all click, the time. Fun? You fall down the rabbit hole, and so so many people who are looking up bands, we will pop up now. We have so many so many hits on that video. We just got so, so incredibly fortunate. I have to say, blew up. I, I do that all the time. Uh, we're actually I do A and R for the Spectrum Music Group, and I run their Urban Division, and it's the largest indie record label in the world. And like I I spend all like hours on YouTube and Twitter looking up bands. Uh, What's all a rabbit the time. hole? Yeah. I need to know what a rabbit hole is. Huh? What's a rabbit hole on a computer? It's not on a computer. When she was you just fall like, down the rabbit hole, like all of a sudden three hours are gone because like, you've been watching YouTube. Oh, oh, I thought it was a computer phrase that I don't understand. <laughs> I just learned no, how to trick. No, like, you know, like you click and then it's like suggested videos. Oh, who's that? Who's that girl? Who's that? Well, like, what's that band? Like, I've never heard of them. And then you just go off for hours and hours. Well, I just learned how to tweet and I've been twatting people and they got very upset with my tweeting Twatting. Yeah, because he used twat instead of tweet. Because <laughs> that's a past tense for tweet is twat. But nobody likes it. I think it. people they, still know what you mean. I think, I think they get it wrong and they think I mean They're something thinking about else. something else, though. So that's why we're not going to right, go right. there. We're not going there with you. Because we're not going to do that because you're very young. How old are you? 19, 20? <laughs> no, she said she'd met in college, so she's got to be older oh, she than could she be looks. Smart, a lady like, never tells. A lady never tells. 
I well, like that. I got out of college. <laughs> I got out of college very young. First, in fact, my first year they threw me out. <laughs> now, now <laughs> they joking. threw you out. No, only joking. Only joking. So actually, too, like I want to say, because you just wrapped up the Braveheart tour, I just want to give a shout out because you were with Stitched Up Hard, and we actually had them on the show. I think our first or second year, our second year that we were in. Uh, in, in on the radio uh, that the Jimmy Star was alive, and on they're the a great, radio. great, cool band. So, like, I uh, just give a shout out to Stitched Up Heart since you yeah. just got the tour with them. They're awesome, and um, and that's we another female front actually, of the end. Yeah, we actually just played a show with them. They are they were picking up City of the Week to start their tour with them, and so two nights ago in Akron, it was Stitched Up Heart, us, and City of the Week, and then a the band they're touring with called Blindfold the Devils. It was this mega show of like all these badass bitches. It's rad. So we just got to see them. That's just fun as heck. And then I want to talk, do one more time since you're doing Pride Fest in Milwaukee, Wisconsin Saturday. That's great. Just to let people know that other people that are going to be performing there, Macy Gray, because like Macy Gray is freaking awesome. Mary Lambert, if you guys don't know who Mary mm -hmm. Lambert is, she sings the hook on, um, oh, what's that song Mary Lambert sings the hook on? I forgot now. Oh, it's, it's Macklemore and Ryan yeah, with one of their songs. Song. A Macklemore song yeah. that won all the uh, all the Grammys and stuff, and uh, she's yeah. super cool. And then the, they have comedian Lisa Lampanelli, who's freaking hilarious. I know. Uh, so it's you guys are going to have an absolute blast, which I hope you're driving careful. And uh, and you guys have a new song out now. Then it's called uh, I Said. Um, tell us a little bit about it uh, quickly, and then I'm going to let you introduce it, and we're going to play it for everybody. Um, well, I said is like really, it's really piano driven and it's just kind of one of those classic breakup anthems. Like we're over, I'm done with you. You know, we've been playing each other and it's not working out for anybody. So that's kind of what I said is about. <laughs> okay. All right. So how about you, uh, Chad, are you ready to play it when she introduces it? Yeah. You want me to play the video instead? Yeah. Play the video so everybody yeah, so can see we, the video. Yeah, let us watch the video. Maybe. If I want nice. to see it all. You could take us um, off. So the okay, so then go ahead. Are you, are you ready, Chad? Ready. All right, go ahead and and TJ and you introduce it for us, and then we're gonna play it, and we'll talk to you when it's over. Okay, sounds great. Um, this is the this is our new single. I said off of our upcoming album, Invisible Tonight. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Play, but let me tell you, boy, it gets you nowhere. And I said, We're over, we're over. Cause I can do this by myself, I'm gonna go it alone. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. And I said, I said, Whoa, oh, whoa, oh. 
Freaking awesome! That is so Thank awesome. You. And you are so freaking hot. And in the chat room, wants, they want to know where you like shot the video. What city or what town? Um, we're actually right outside of Nashville in Murfreesboro. Um, that's Steve, our guitarist house, and that's my minivan that I that drive so- day to day. You are so cute. You are really cute, and the the guys really are all good looking. You know when you see them on film. Uh, this song is really not for me or my age. I would die probably on the first. Universe, it's a fast song, but I know the teeny boppers are going to eat you guys up alive. I love this. It. It's totally a prom song. I could see them all in the prom with their curls falling out of their hair and bopping along, dancing right before they go get laid. Stop that, Jimmy. That's not right. That's what they do. No, they don't. That's a make believe story. My daughters will kill you. I know my, my daughters. My daughters. I know what happened on prom night. But anyway, um, it's a terrific little song. As I said, not for me. I would die if I had to dance to it. It's quite fast, <laughs> but it's not geared for hundred-year-olds. Totally it's... terrific, adorable. You're all sensational. I think so too. And, and everybody too. Like we should Very be. Cute. Everybody should be following you on Twitter. You guys, they're at the Nearly Deads. The N E A R L Y Deads. So tell us about the name a little bit. How do we come uh, up well, with the I... Nearly Deads? It actually has something to do with Florida. Being from Florida, it's home of the newlyweds and the nearly deads. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's true. It's um, yeah, kind of joke, so but funny. it kind of pays homage to being from Florida to us. So, I love it. Um, I love it. And it, it. sounds a little punk rock, so we had to do it because it's well, like, it, oh, it nearly dead, kind of dark. Reminded me of music from the 80s when my girls were young and they played that music and they used to go down in the basement and have parties with the boys and dance. And I used to say, no boys, no beer. Of course, the back door to the basement was always in and out, boys and beer. <laughs> but they played, they played that music, and I forgot who it was, the group that was so popular back then that you remind me of. Either way. Like- no, it was a very famous group, extremely famous. Um, oh, God, they were like 
they played the same beat, the same kind of sound, and they were very right, famous. It could be kind of like an updated version of the rock version of Blondie. Probably. <laughs> I yeah, could have been like a Bl- Yeah, it could have been like yeah, Blondie's Blondie. fantastic, but Well, if it was a hit and a sensation then, it's certainly going to be a hit and a sensation again. Which we should say they already are a hit and a sensation. Uh they won I, I guess you guys won the John Lennon songwriting. You, I don't know if it's you or the band won the John Lennon songwriting contest and you guys also won the Converse Battle of the Bands, is that right? It's great. Yeah, a couple summers ago, um, John Lennon Songwriting Contest, one of the prizes was like a week on Warp Tour. So we got, that's how we got on Warp Tour a few summers that's ago. Awesome. And we submitted our song, Fact and Friction, and they loved it. They were so good to us. John Lennon, um, they have like an educational tour bus that travels around the country. They go to all these big festivals. Kids can go on and like learn how to edit music, learn how to record music, record their own songs, learn instruments. Like it's, it's like a recording studio on a bus. It's really cool. That's cool. cool. Well, you know, I, I won the George Washington Award years ago for dancing the minuet longer than George Washington could. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. His well, teeth fell out, and we kept kicking them around like a hockey puck. <laughs> I think it's fabulous. So, like, I want to let everybody know one more thing, and this is something I bet a lot of people don't know because I didn't know this, and I've been in music for years. But, but you guys have a a concert tomorrow night at eight p.m. through Concert Window. It's at Concert Window, Lady Lake. Are you listening on Twitter at Concert Window? Where, like, you guys are going to play. In front of your computer, and it's going to go live out to everybody, right? Terrific. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, I'm going to be behind the piano playing acoustic, and then the guys are going to be there too. And it's kind of like you can Skype, but also live chat at the same time with like everybody, like everybody who logs on. You can um, ask us questions, fire things off at us. Like we make jokes. We have a lot of fun with it. Like we get us the craziest questions that way. It's so it's so much fun, and it's the way that people like we have a lot of international fans. Like it, I mean it's. It's online, so anybody anybody can log in. 8 p.m. Um, oh. Central. There's a lot of people. There, there's a lot of people in the chat room right. from England saying, you know, you guys would be great in England. They'd love for you to come right. to England. So, and, and I don't want to upset yeah. you. I don't want to upset you with the compliments I'm going to give you, but you're a very clean, nice, all-American, fabulous things that I'm proud of. There's nothing vulgar, horrible, killing, murdering, or anything in your music. You're fun. You're upbeat. And you're clean and you're beautiful. And I hope that's Thank not going to upset you. Well, most groups no, want to be called their, their raunchy, horrible, and disgusting. <laughs> that's no, good to know. We're, we're a very like, positive band. We're, we like to stay just really genuine, really true, really positive. Um, and it comes through. You know, I like to be kind of like a role model. You know, if I, I understand nice. that people are looking up to me. And I want to play music that my grandma can listen to and not be offended by. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll dance with your grandma one day and you can call the paramedics for the both of us. My grandma comes to our concerts, man. Both of them do. They come. They'll probably be at Pride Fest wearing the Daily Dead well, t-shirt. You, you Isn't might that have ironic? A, you, might, you might have a grandmother that's only about forty, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little older than forty <laughs> by about thirty. But years. I don't know. Yeah, that's just something that's pretty important to me is like being a good role model and setting a good example for girls because not everybody has to be dirty and raunchy. You know, Absolutely. like a lot of and, and a lot of women are like that. Girls need more positive role models. I think so. I would let, if my daughters were young, I would encourage them to buy your music. Absolutely. And I would certainly allow it. You know, we're still punk. We're still rock. We still have a lot of fun. You know, we're not, 
you know, we're not prudes or anything, but... No, <laughs> no you're, you're good. You're really fun to listen to. It's very fun, fun upbeat that's music, the word. Though. Fun. Yeah. Fun is the word. You're a fun group, so we, that's important. We want everybody to, to go out and get your, your debut album, Invisible, tonight. It'll be available June 24th. As I said, uh, out now digitally for people to buy the single. I, yes, I said it's out now. And actually, if we have about 12 or 11 more days on our Kickstarter you can pre-order Invisible tonight on the Kickstarter, and you get a free download of iSat if you pre-order wow. the album. Okay, and tell, tell people how to get to your Kickstarter. Um, it's I think it's kickstarter.com slash the nearly deads. If it's not, you can just go to Kickstarter and search the nearly deads, and it should our campaign should pop up. We actually already reached our goal. Our goal was 10000 and we already surpassed it. So thank you so much to anybody that's donated so far. That's awesome. The world Congratulations. We pay for everything ourselves, so Kickstarter is a great way for people to get involved because you get stuff in return. Like I said, like you get to pre-order a new album. It's, they're all going to be signed copies, like very uh, personalized stuff. We're doing personalized artwork, like limited edition T-shirts and uh, posters and stuff. So uh, on the Kickstarter, you can do that. Like I said, you get a free download um, instantly if you donate and a pre-order of the new album, and it, it'll drop on June 24th. All right, everybody should go to kickstarter.com slash the nearly deads. Find them, donate to Kickstarter. You can get a free download of the single. We want everybody to support indie music. We're indie radio, uh, and, and indie's the way to go, and we really appreciate like your support. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. We also want to say hello to everybody in the band. Say hello. Uh, hey, guys, <laughs> you did a great job with that song, and keep up the good work, and you're all terrific kids. And God bless you all, and good luck, kids. Make a lot of money. There you go. We also want to like <laughs> thank Rob. We want to thank Rob Evanoff from 1888 Media for setting this interview up. He's a super cool guy. He works with super, super talented people, so I'm not surprised he's working with you and uh, uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show have a great time at Pride Fest drive careful good luck with the, the uh, tour afterwards and good luck with the uh, debut album coming out on June 24th nice to have met okay. you guys thanks bye 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 thank you so much guys uh, bye bye, bye sweetheart <coughs> she is so adorable she, she's like a teenager like 14 years old uh, the way she talks she is super hot and she she's sounds got like a an awesome voice but doesn't she sound like a little kid the popcorn is going to love her yeah, she's going to do well. And they've big already time. done Warp Tour once. That's a pretty big deal. Big time. So who else have we got on today that I don't know about? Um, the other person that's coming on isn't coming on for like 45 minutes. So oh, we have good. to like. What, what does that person do? What's that person's she's name? She's an actress. Oh, and, oh, that's up my she's alley. She's an actress. And I didn't confirm it all. So I hope it all goes well. And her name's Danielle Lilly. And believe it or not, um, uh, I met her in Florida because she plays the good-looking bitch girl in Shane Layton's movie, The Incubus, and that's how I met her. Oh, I know who she is. And uh, I saw Incubus. Yeah, so you've seen her before. She's super, well, super the mosquitoes were eating us alive. She's super beautiful, and uh, she's got a new horror movie that came out yesterday on Redbox. Oh, I know. She's a redhead, right? No, she's no, she's got no, 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 not that movie. Which is the which movie. is the movie we saw when the mosquitoes that, were eating yeah, us to different. death? Yeah, that was um that was another. We went movie. to a park. There was a medieval festival. That's how we met Lily McLeod. After that, right? And I was in the park in this tent, being eaten alive by zillions of mosquitoes while there was a movie on that was Shane Layton's movie. She what was movie was it. that? I forgot the name of it. She was in that one. She was in that movie. This is different though. Oh, then it's not the same. The Incubus girl. is the movie okay. she wrote, got financed, okay. wrote all the songs okay. for the music. Anyway, and, I'm so grateful for those mosquitoes eating us because we I left. said to Jimmy, "Let's get the <laughs> hell out of here." You know, I can't deal with it anymore. I mean, I, I'm bursting with my liquid from the mosquito bites. So we left and we went to, um, what was it called? Dungaree something? We went to Blue Jean Blues. Blue Jean, Blue Jean Blues. Blues with Kim Namoli. Right. Uh, chef Kim Namoli. The and world, Shane Layton. The, the worldwide chef and Shane Layton and Frank McCovia. 
and Stephen Namoli, of course. And that's when we met Lily, Lily McLeod. And I fell madly in love with Lily's talent voice and then later on her personality. Lily McLeod is a lovely, lovely person. I told her, don't even sing anymore. Just send out those beautiful vibes that oh, you Oh, and give. Kim Namoli just logged into the chat room. Hey, Kim. You missed it, Kim. You missed it. Ha, ha. We talked about <clears throat> you. You missed it. Actually, hey, Chad. Yes, sir. Um, can we switch the orders of the song? Since he did all that Lily McLeod stuff and we were going to play that song third, why don't we play that song second and the song we were going to play second, we'll play third. Oh, you're going to do Beautiful Children? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love this song. Oh play God. it. I'm get in the it, mood. Get Ron Maybe it'll calm me down because I'm so You ready, hot. Chad? Get Ron some tissues first. Oh, I didn't hear what Chad said because Ron was talking. Yeah, he always is. Okay. (laughs) He always is. I mean, what else? Can we do that, though, Chad? We can switch it around? You the boss. You the boss. (laughs) All right, everybody. But you know what? Let me say something. I thought this was a talk show. (laughs) It is a talk music show. That's what I do. I talk. You do. And nobody's complaining. I'm not complaining. Hey, everybody. So (laughs) Lily McLeod's new single, What About the Beautiful Children? It's a big hit. It's doing really great. Um would love for you guys to uh, purchase it. It's available on all the digital download sites worldwide. It's got two versions. We're going to play the favorite version that Ron likes the most. And uh, it's called What About the Beautiful Children? She was a superstar on X Factor. And here it is. Yeah. Children can give us life and love. What about the children? Don't please hear my cry Oh, tell me why 
Love that song so much, it's not even funny. Chad, do you like that? It's pretty, right? It keeps getting better every time. It really does. What a voice. What a song. And certainly, what a gal. And also, anybody in El Paso, Texas, uh, um, Lily McLeod is actually doing Pride Fest in El Paso, Texas this mm-hmm. weekend. So anybody uh, in El Paso, Texas who's listening to the Jimmy Star Show, go out and see Lily McLeod. It's going to be freaking awesome. And she's playing also with uh, Paula DeAnda, who was a finalist on The Voice, last seasons of The Voice, and she's really good too. She was a pop star in the like early 2000s. Actually, she's going to be all over very soon. I wish that Oprah Winfrey would uh, get her song and write us and give us a comment on it. So if anybody out there is connected with Oprah, tell her to let us know exactly what they what she thinks of the song. Uh, rumor has it that the president of the United States' wife, Michelle Obama, loves the song. And they even she, retweeted it. And that she, yeah, and that she hums it, she sings it, she's trying to learn the words. I guess she might use it for a political reason. But this song is definitely not going to be a passing phase. It's going to be a song that will be used for decades and decades because it's about the children. And we have got to stop abusing, raping, killing, kidnapping children. It's disgraceful. It's against God. It's against everybody. Stop it. And this song, I hope, will do something for it. I also want to thank all the Twitter followers and Instagram followers of the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, there's a hashtag going around called Bring Jimmy Star Show to Bravo TV, and it got like 15,000 retweets uh, over the last week, and, and uh, it got like 5,000 likes, and, and we think we'd make a great TV show on Bravo TV, so we've been sending it to Andy and Bravo TV and anybody who uh, participated in retweeting or helping it. I just want to say thank you and give a special thanks to Cindy Lady Lake, who's at Lady Lake Music on Twitter, because uh, she got a whole bunch of people to help help retweet and, that also. And if we did get on that network, the show, of course, would be a lot different than it is now. We would you'd have, see us. We would have, you'd see us. We'd and have we'd, in-house guests. We'd be sitting on sofas and talking with our guests and doing a lot of things. crazy skits and doing a lot of silly, crazy stuff to make it a very wild, funny show. Uh, I would bring on all of the insane people that I know, from drag queens to fabulous artists and great actors and actresses of yesteryear. So we'll be a variety show filled with so much 
for everyone. And we're Some, working something on it. for everyone. We want to thank everybody for their support. And I want to tell everybody, too, like anybody who's got Netflix who wants to see a good movie. So Ron and I, we were watching TV on Thursday or Friday the other night, and we couldn't find anything on regular TV. So we went to Netflix, and we were slipping through, and we found a movie. And like it doesn't look like a great movie from like the, the picture that they put up, but the name of the movie is called Never Again. And it's on Netflix, and it was a love story, and it stars uh, Jeffrey Tambor and Jill Clayburgh, and it was done like I think Wonderful. in like 2001 Wonderful. maybe, uh, and it is a comedy love story, and well, it was like better than any movie you go to the movie theaters to see now. It was so freaking hilarious. Well written, and of course Jill was a brilliant actress, God rest her soul. She was fabulous in this film. It's about 50 plus people who meet. She's a woman and he's the guy and they meet in a gay bar, but neither one of them are gay. And from that comes this wonderful relationship, drama, love, fears of that age and all the problems that go with love. Beautifully written. I, I, I'm and a, hilarious. Ron was like very almost funny. peeing I couldn't himself. Stop. He was like laughing so hard. Well, there's a dildo scene in there that you got to see with these dildos. I mean, it was hysterical. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. A beautiful film, funny film. I didn't see it when it was in theaters. Maybe I was out of the country or out of my mind somewhere, most likely out of my mind. But um, I, I, I'm glad that I didn't miss it. Go in and watch it. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, so the name and of the film, everybody, us, is called Never Again. And yeah. if you see it, let us know. It was really, really, right. I mean, it is really a funny movie. Very, and you know what? Tell your parents to watch it also. They'll love it. I think all age groups all will age, find it all funny. Age. I mean, it's a love story about people in their 50s, but all right. ages will get it because love is love. And, right. and it's very, very funny. And then we watched another movie right after that, which was was good. It wasn't as good as Never Again, but it had a huge all-star cast, and it was called The Big Wedding. And uh, and it had um, Robert De Niro and Susan Sarandon and a whole bunch of big people big in it. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, and it was called The Big Wedding, and it also had a lot of fun. It wasn't as funny as Never Again, but it was also very entertaining and fun and uplifting but kind of movie. That's Netflix. Now I bring you to the big one. Ta-da-da-da! Yeah, this, that was Netflix. We went to the movies last night. Uh-oh. And we saw... As you know, my sweetheart, Angie Voigt, who is now Angelina Jolie. And for those of you who do not know this, she was in my house most of her life playing with my daughter, Deirdre. They went to school together. I love and adore my little Angie. So proud of her was I when I sat watching Maleficent. She was absolutely breathtakingly, magnificently statuesque. The, uh, the, the photographer, the cameraman did some shots of her where she was standing up and he was down on an angle. And when you see her neck and her jawbone and her cheekbones and her eye, beautiful, beautiful woman she has grown into. The film is definitely a children's, a child film or a young adult film. It's fairies, not the kind that I know, the real fairies with wings. It's, it's just fun. It's beautifully f photographed. The story is a sweet little story. Nothing like the real Sleeping Beauty, but then again, who would care about that? It was so boring anyway. They they updated it or made it jazzier. The war scene between the uh, opposing enemies was, was awesome. Not, was not blood and guts. Yet it was done tastefully. It was beautifully done. You got the message without all the uh, without all the turning away from the gore. Uh, it shows uh, Angie as a good witch, who something was done terrible to her, and she did a spell that she later wanted to reverse and couldn't and suffered from it. So it has a little bit of a meaning and a message in the, so, in the, in the movie is be careful what you wish, you may get it and then regret it. 
So I would recommend that everyone take their children to see it, and everyone that is a child at heart go see it. I loved it. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished, and you can have the floor. Jimmy and I sat there like two 10-year-old boys eating popcorn, drinking soda, and devouring tons of candy, and loving every bit of Maleficent with that wonderful actress. It had like Angelina Jolie. It had like a 15-minute lull time in it that like was a little bit slow that they could have maybe like sped it up a little bit. But in general, all the visual effects um, are fantastic. The costumes are fantastic. The fairies and all the stuff and monsters and stuff are all fantastic. The special effects were just great, and Angelina Jolie looks beautiful. And although this film got panned by the critics or whatever, like it's already made back its budget of like two hundred million dollars. I mean, it's- it didn't get hit that bad because somebody put on my Facebook that the Daily News gave it four stars. But who cares about the Daily News? That's like the crappiest newspaper in the world. I don't even know what the Daily News is. The Daily News is a New York newspaper. I haven't been able to read the Times uh, critique on it. So if anybody out there knows what the Times said about it, please call in or. or uh, I, I, I think don't read reviews. Like if you like movies that have you know cool happy endings that are like have great visual effects and, and, and great stuff going on that's just fun to watch. You just go see it. You know because the critics never like any of the movies I like anyway. So well, like, they I would loved, say they just loved, go. They loved Godzilla and I thought that was a piece of trash junk. It was not a story. It was all explosions and confusing and stupid-looking dinosaurs and metal things flying in I the air. I loved Godzilla, yeah, too. You're, well, you're weird. You're weird. You come from that weird world. Look at your shirt. You know, you could tell. Skulls all over his shirt. I loved Godzilla you're was weird. awesome. No. this this Maleficent, It's been like a movie week for us, actually. They praised Godzilla, and they're making another one already, a, a, a continuation. Sequel, yeah. Sequel. Maleficent is far better. It's tasteful. It's it's beautifully done. It depends on what you like, but actually, if you like Godzilla, you should like you should like them both because they're both appeal to the people who just better like than Godzilla. Stuff. Better, and and just to go see her, her costume was magnificent. Now watch Halloween. There's going to be three million Maleficents running around the world. There you go. I would I would recommend people to go see both of them. And another movie we went and saw was Neighbors, which also was very funny. That had a funny dildo scene. Yeah, that was a good movie. And that's the one with Zac Efron moves right. next door to like. Uh, College. Zach Galifianakis right. or whatever that guy's name. I don't know who, who the other guy is, but it was very, very funny. And There was uh, a college sorority house next door to a man and woman. No, fraternity house. Fraternity house. Who, not a sorority. I'm sorry. Fraternity <laughs> sorority. Could have been. There was a couple of gay guys there. Anyway, um, this man and wife had a child. And this, this uh, Ferrari, uh, frat house was causing a lot of trouble. So they had a battle, a war. It was hilarious. It was quite funny. It was funny. In the chat room, they're saying that Godzilla had great effects, but the story wasn't any good, which Terrible. is the same thing you said. But, but Maleficent has a lovely story because it's a witch that put a spell on a child, and later she raised It's an child. updated Sleeping Beauty. Well, she raised the child later and l- learned to love and adore this child, and she tried so hard to reverse the spell, but she couldn't. Now go see the film and see. Yeah, it's happens. really it's really good. I I recommend all of them. I think they were all a lot of fun, and and I recommend everybody go see Never Again on Netflix because like we really enjoyed it. How's and, that? And if you're an Angie Jolie, an Angelina Jolie fan, please go see it. You will be thrilled to see uh, your star looking so. Chad, do you ever like see any Angelina Jolie movies? I've seen them all. I know you have. Well, I've ever seen sure. Yeah, I've seen some Tomb Raiders and her action movies. I haven't probably in the last. I don't know, six or seven years, but I haven't watched really any movies in the last six, seven years. So, Do you get Netflix at home? I do. You should watch that. Never Again because you and your girlfriend will love it. Yes. That's Heather early will love it. It's, right. It really is good. It's very tasteful, but very, 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 very funny. Roger that. When's Croker come out? 
Um, uh, what? Let's don't talk about that one at the moment. <laughs> okay, when doesn't it? Okay, well, moving I on. I look like a fat horse in that damn movie. Oh, I don't know. God. My uniform was too tight. My cop's uniform, but I had an ass that went wall to wall and a belly that hit the floor. Jowled. Actually, Ron's really? very good. I it. looked. He was very, very old. good. A perfect cop. He was very good. Right. Everybody can follow. Go to CroakOfTheMovie.com if they uh-huh. want to get a copy. It'll be coming out on Netflix and all that stuff soon. But but um anyway. But that's it. You know, I, I haven't been on film in maybe 10 years. And here I am on film 10 years older. And really, I look like I look like that thing, that monster thing now. That, the blood. That big red thing with all the muscles. Looks like stone. What is that movie they make? The guy that comes out, he's all red and he's like rocks. He's made out of rocks. The thing? He's a monster. He's, yeah, not, he's, he's a thing. superhero. Yeah, the thing. Oh, the thing. That's how I look like this thing. What? Uh, anyway, <laughs> also, you guys, if you're looking at us and you see that we're wearing colorful shirts, if you Google Jimmy Star brand on eBay, like I put up about 50 new shirts over the weekend. And oh. this is from my personal collection that yes. I stole from the warehouse. These are rubber duckies, and I love this shirt. And if I tell you, at my age, I wear it, and no one laughs. But no matter where I go, we were in the diner a couple of weeks ago when I had it on, and the waitress absolutely loved it. She said she was going to steal it off my back, so we told her where she could go and get it. And then Jimmy and I, just the other day, were back in the diner. When was it, Sunday? Yep. Sunday. And guess what? She came over and she said, I got your shirt, and I love it, and now all my friends want it. So the rubber ducky seems to be the one to go. I don't care for the skulls. What do you got on? He's got more I skulls. I have skulls. Anyway, you guys, go to eBay. I like the rubber ducky. Type in Jimmy Star brand. They're all one of a kind. They usually used to sell uh, for like upwards of 180 bucks. They're all on eBay between like 40 and 70 bucks. They're a great deal. They're beautiful. They're one of a kind. So check it out. Jimmy Star brand on and eBay. And they're really made well, and they're made in America. That's right. They're made in America. And Chad, we're going to do a song break. Roger, Roger. We're going to do cool. perfect. Are we playing Marry, Marry? Uh, Marry we, well, me? we can play that later. We're I love Marry Me. I know. Right now, though, we're going to play this one because this is a new song coming out, and I want to like give everybody that. I want to be like the first one to play it. Okay. So uh, Monarchy and the Spectrum Music Group has a new artist named Vin Keaton. Awesome, awesome R&B soul artist. He has a new song called Perfect. It's coming out June uh, like 14th or 7, 11th, 17th, 17th or 16th. I don't know. It's coming out in two weeks and on iTunes, available worldwide. And the name of the song is Perfect. His, his name is Vin Keaton. You can follow him on Twitter at Vin Keaton. And this is Perfect. Hit it, Chad. Oh, yeah.
Everybody, that's perfect by Vin Keaton, a brand new sign to the Spectrum Music Group. Follow him at Vin Keaton on Twitter, and uh, that single comes out in two weeks. It's a great, great song, and he performs a lot, and I think it's going to be a big hit. There it's you go. A, it's a nice little song. It has a little nice beat to it, soft and easy. Yep. It's very nice. There you go. Also, everybody, uh, we want everybody to, to support the Irish Ginger Show, Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY.com. They've got uh, Artist Jupiter in Velvet this Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, the Irish Ginger Show. There you go. Woo. I just want to show everybody one of my birthday gifts that I got from Jimmy. Now, you would think he'd give me a diamond Rolex, right? No, nope. I, don't, I don't care for that kind of crap. Uh, look what Jimmy gave me. I am mad, <laughs> mad, mad for this wristwatch. Oh. You've got to see it. Hang on. Keep showing it because like, uh, we went yeah, off. We're, not, we're oh, okay. off camera. A little there closer. You go. It's, it's a little bright. Camera? Closer. Damn, there we I'll go. hold it down so I'm Oh, you can't, can't see it. it. It's glaring. What a shame. It anyway, is, it's neon yellow. And, and <laughs> it's neon yellow and seafoam blue. The two colors together on this wristwatch are incredible. It sells for 50 bucks, which is cheap as hell. And it's called 40. F-O. That's what the wristwatch is. And I want to give it a plug because they come in the most magnificent colors, all the combinations. And they're and waterproof. I, and they're waterproof. And I wear a lot of citrus, you know, a lot of the uh, fuchsia. <laughs> Why is he laughing? I don't Chad? know. Why are you laughing, Chad? He wears citrus. a lot of citrus? Citrus color. Citrus oh, color. Oh, I just heard citrus. <laughs> you know, I'm like, citrus wow, that's weird. No, he does, Fuck. though, because he likes to, <laughs> you uh, and watch it. He likes to take he likes to take oranges and grapefruits and wear them like <laughs> bras. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. Watch your ass, Chad. In two weeks, we're in Florida doing the show back uh, in the studio. Oh, I intend to torture you, you son of a gun. Lucky me. Woo! He we're goes, back. He we're says back. it goes with the shirt. Everybody in the chat room says well, it goes with it the goes, shirt. Can you see the color on, I don't know, of the monitor because the lights are That's so bright. That's better. But all I've been wearing since Jimmy gave it to me are citrus, excuse me, citron colors. It's neon yellow. <laughs> no, it's not. This is, this is few. in my day, there was two colors. There was fuchsia and the other one. There was like a pink, which was called, I forgot. Fu pink is fuchsia. Oh, fuchsia is pink. Then there was the other one. I forgot what it was called. If okay. anybody knows, let in us know. In his day, there was only two colors. <laughs> Hmm. That's what you said. That's because that's because <laughs> Moses wasn't around yet to make the rest of the colors. But uh, I mean, I got my daughter Deirdre. Deirdre, the what I'm not supposed to say is my daughter was coming on any minute. And my other daughter Leslie got me a fabulous, brand new. What is it, Jimmy? An, an iPod. An iPod music thing. And then, of course, my computer went. So Jimmy got me a beautiful new computer. And also, what else did you get me? 
Um, something else is a battery for your car. No, a battery for my <laughs> car. And something electrical. What was it? Um, Didn't I get something else electrical? A computer? Oh, my telephone. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, about? you got a new iPhone. Jimmy got me my iPhone. So I had a very nice birthday. It was electrical. Because wow. I don't need any clothing because I wear all Jimmy Star clothes for free. There you go. I love so it. Why do you think he's, you know, next to him? It's like he gives me clothes for free. Is that all he's good for? That's about it, babe. All right. Now let's talk Can about you. you. I, want to, yes. I want to talk to Chad because Chad doesn't like me anymore. He said two things that upset me today. Oh, that I talk too much and, I, and I'm sitting. I didn't say you talk too much. I said I'm waiting for Ron to stop talking. Never happened. <laughs> Never happened. Because if I stop talking now, the show goes under. Right. Well, they're, Watch. They're, I'm not going to talk now for the rest of the show. That. Watch how boring it gets. But anyway, no, seriously <laughs> speaking, the Vixen is coming on any minute and she is friggin' wild. Okay. She still doesn't have air conditioning in her apartment. Aww. And the landlady's, I'll let her tell you the story, but the landlady's a nut. <laughs> Dude, just got fleas. I'm going to kill myself. That poor baby. She went there to make, what, two movies she made? Right. And they're torturing her. That's okay. She'll. She's, She'll tell you all about it. She's wild. So she's having a conversation with Kim in the chat room. <laughs> so, so listeners, listeners, if you're listening in, feel bad for her. She's flipping out. She hates New Orleans. She hates the heat. She misses Philly. She wants to be home. You know, she's auditioning for films, and it's just it's a rough business, the movie business. So, for you out there that wish you were a movie actor, forget it. it stinks. That's hilarious. Anyway, I can't wait for her to come on. I'm not saying a word because this bitch is going to kill me. She's my daughter. She loves to. You know that she's in the chat room listening to everything. Is she she listening? Oh my, my beautiful daughter with her gorgeous red hair and her blue eyes and her beautiful face. She's the most softest, prettiest thing in the world. I I do love and adore her. That's the truth. No baloney there. She's the reason I live. I tell her that all the time. She and Leslie. Well, she's having she's having a conversation with Kim Namoli, Kelly oh, Chef Kim in the chat room. Maybe Kim will give her a couple of recipes because Deirdre loves to cook. There you go. You never so know. Is she, is she I told co- her she should call in. All right. I got it right on? now. Uh, Hollywood hello. Vixen. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Hi, Show. How are you? Our Hi. Our air-conditioned Hollywood Vixen. What's up? Oh. Hey, how are you guys? Everything's great. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Liar. You're a good actress, Deirdre. You really are. Yeah, no. Oh, well, boy, you got the part. You're auditioning beautifully. You're great. No, yeah. seriously, honey, is the AC back? Yeah, the AC's on. Oh, when did that go? Yeah, yeah, today. It's totally fine. Yeah, I'm moving out Friday, so. Yeah. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> yeah, some lord. Yeah, no, no. I'm I yeah, made a, Dad, I'm I made a bet with Jimmy. I won the bet. No, you didn't. Uh, All right, so I'm not staying here. Are you kidding me with the roaches and the flea problem and and the, the- <laughs> oh, and you're and you're in a beautiful house in a nice neighborhood. How could it be so crappy? The house is not so beautiful. <laughs> okay, it's not. The outside is pretty, but the inside. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so how's everything? How how are you? And how's it? Okay, be quiet. I can't help but just moving up right. So tell us what's going on with the life of, of Hollywood Vixen. And really, I don't know why you find that so funny that I'm moving out Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So what's going on, Deirdre? Nothing's going on really. Just uh, you know the same old, same old here. It's a simple old. life. <laughs> yeah. So you got any? Have you got any gossip or movie news for us, or anything? Anything really no, fun going on? Really, nothing juicy going on with Hollywood right now, uh, except that maybe possibly Courtney Kardashian's pregnant with her third child, and um, I wonder who would be the daddy. 
Is it going to uh, be that rapper guy? Yeah. No, Courtney's with uh, Scott Disick. She's been with him for like oh, seven years. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Chloe. That's with the rapper guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Deirdre, Deirdre, do you have any dirt? And is it a rumor that Sarah Jessica Parker has left uh, her husband? It's a divorce. I have no idea. That's new news to me. <laughs> yeah, I heard it through the grapevine. Yeah, no and it's supposed to be that uh, she kicked his ass out. Huh? I read I it. Wonder- so get the dirt on it. Get your sources to give it to you. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll find out. Like, I would hope not. Like, that's like a, such a, that's a couple I actually like. like. Yeah, mm. but, you know, my very good, I can't give the name of my friend, but my friend who is a, a, a female illusionist is very good friends with them. And he said that that marriage wasn't really very stable, that they were not very happy together. This is a long time ago he told me this. It seems that they have different uh, priorities in their life, and the priorities are not each other. That could be. That's a lot in Hollywood. That happens a lot in Hollywood. I yeah. think that happens yeah. a lot. Did you actually like Sarah, do you like Sarah Jessica Parker, Deirdre? I do. I like her. I think, um, I think she's a very interesting person, a very intellectual person. Um, she's a good actress. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, she is a great actress. Well, I didn't say anything bad about her. <laughs> do, you like Matthew Broad- do you like Matthew Broderick? I, you know, I do like him as far as an actor. I, I've never met um, Matt, so I don't know what he's like in person. But from, from what I've gathered, I, I think he's kind of a very, another intellectual person and, and a very serious person. Yeah, so I, but don't, I-, I don't know if we would really hit it off. I saw him. I, I saw him at a premiere in New York, and let me tell you, he walks like Marilyn Monroe. I mean, he's got the the most sexiest woman walk I've ever seen. He swishes those hips, boy, just wow. like Monroe did, like Jello on Springs. Well, maybe he could play her when they do her life story. <laughs> the next movie, Sex and the Girls. <laughs> I was going to say something. I forgot what I was going to say now. See, it's a sign of age. Oh, thank you, my honey bunch. Thank you so much for you my iPod. Did you get my card? I got your card. Oh, good. He cried when he got your card. Oh, really? Thank thank you, Big Mouth. Thank you, Big Mouth. Um, (laughs) No, that's that's so typical. My father cries every time I give him cards. Yeah, but I got blown away by what you wrote. It was absolutely the most beautiful. Any father in his right mind would would go out of his mind after reading it. I just cried, and I just loved it, and I missed you so much. And it's the first time you're not here for my birthday, you know. My 50th birthday again. (laughs) So you'll be at my 50th next year for sure. (laughs) So it was sad. Leslie missed you. Jimmy missed you. We all missed you. We miss you a lot, but we know you have work to do. You've got movies to make and a life to live. So, so we, we, uh, you, uh, wherever you go with Netflix, like you need to watch this movie. We watched this movie called Never Again the other night, and it's, it's like a, I don't know, it was 1991 or 2001. I forgot, but it starred Jeffrey Tambor and Joe Clayburgh. And it was so funny, and it was your kind of humor. You will freaking like mm-hmm. think it is the funniest movie you've ever seen. And it was so well written, so well acted. Mm-hmm. I even like tweeted to Jeffrey Tambor to see if we could get him on the show, just because like I like this movie so much. And I met Jill Clayberg up in San Francisco about thirty something years ago when they were shooting a movie called something about a train with Richard Pryor and uh, what's his name from uh, Young Frankenstein. Or Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Richard Pryor. They were shooting a movie up there called Something a Train. I forgot what it was. And they were shooting around the uh, art exhibit. That's a great movie. Silver Streak. It Silver, was Streak. Silver Streak. Silver Streak with Jill Clayburgh. She was wonderful. You know, we spoke for about a good 10, 20 minutes. And she was just as charming as could be. And I talked about when she portrayed uh, Clark Abel's wife 
in the uh, the autobiography movie of Clark Abel. And she played, I can't think of his wife's name now. My God. I love. Anyway, she was good in that movie. I love Gene Wilder, though. Like, Did you like the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when you were a kid, Deirdre? Yeah, that's the only one I liked. The new one I hated. I the know new one was terrible. Ronald Dahl. Well, because the book, you know, when Ronald Dahl wrote it, it was a little more dark and macabre. Sort of really, honestly, how the second Tim Burton uh, Willy Wonka was. But I just, I, I hate that. You know, after, I'd rather leave that for literature and I want my super magical, you know, completely, like, just fantasy, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka. I mean, when they brought the I next candy room. I still start, want my everlasting gobstopper that never goes I away. I still want to go drown in that chocolate river with, Augustus, no! I, <laughs> oh my God, no, let me drink. Let me drown. If I drowned in a, in a, in a and, and I still love chocolate, that. I would be happy. I Absolutely. love this song, Imagination. I think it's one of the most beautiful, beautiful songs ever written. Yeah, how are you doing with your singing lessons? I have to um, see. Unfortunately, in my uh, in the in the in the nunnery that I'm living in, uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to sing in my room because I, I might I might I might upset the um, the other tenants with my noise. Well, you have a beautiful yeah, voice. You have a beautiful voice. So it's been it's been it's been challenging that I um, cannot rehearse and practice in my own room. And it's, a, and it's a th- and it's a theatrical house filled with with artistic people. Yeah, I know, but it's yeah. Well, she sounds. I want like to go there so bad. You have no idea, but I'm trying. You to. can't. But she sounds like a real winner. A total nervous breakdown. She needs some kind of medication and a psychiatrist. A wolf in sheep's clothing. There you go. Well. I want to tell it, and we're going to let the world know, like, when I saw Willy Wonka when I was a little kid, I went outside afterwards and built a treehouse and went to the candy store and bought a bunch of candy and tried to become Willy Wonka. I had a treehouse, and I would have everybody come, and I would try and sell. I would take, like, lemon heads and dip them in chocolate syrup and try and, like, remake the candy, you know, so it would be, like, original, like, my own idea. And then I would, like, sell it to all the neighborhood kids. You know and what this I was only about six months ago. <laughs> well, that was just last year. Now, you know what I wanted so, so badly when I used to watch Willy Wonka and when I still do? I want that wallpaper you can lick. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, too. that is just so neat. You walk in, you're like, oh, cherry. Deirdre, growing up, you had more candy in your bedroom hidden than Willy Wonka had in the whole factory. I know. I, know. I mean, you well, used to stare. Good. When I had a chocolate fit, I'd say to Deirdre, okay, where's your chocolate? She thought I would yell at her. No, he That's would say, where's your chocolate stash? You'd say, I don't have any. Then I'd say, I would like a piece because I have a chocolate fit. She'd pull out candy from every, every, candy. everywhere in the room. It's true. I was, a, I was a typical normal child. I loved my candy. Candy was... Yeah, Jimmy's pulling out his Here candy. Here we got, now. we got goobers, snow caps, raisinets, and good and plenty, baby. Yeah. I, I, just, I just ate good and plenty watching Maleficent. Oh, you saw Maleficent? Yeah. Isn't she gorgeous, your Deirdre? My, my, my uh, <laughs> what the hell is her name? <laughs> I, I liked it too. Did you like it? We liked it a lot. I liked it. I actually wanted more storyline, but I liked yeah, it. Yeah, too. I thought the story was very sweet. I liked the ending. I liked the message it sent. Yeah. But she's breathtaking. I thought the gorgeous. effects were fabulous. God, I thought the, you know, it, the effects were great. Do you remember when you went under the sliding pond at El Rodeo? And you stole your mother's makeup, and you made Angie up and yourself up with all the makeup. Big red lips on Angie, red lips on you, beauty marks, eyeshadow. And the school <laughs> called your mom and I up to go up to El Rodeo because you took her makeup bag. And Angie refused to take the makeup off, and you too. And you got in trouble. 
And the next time they called us up was because you and Angie brought your pajamas to school. And you went in the bathroom, you put on your pajamas, and then sat at the desk. Shut up and share the mic. Share the mic a little bit. What? She's trying to talk. No, I'm just telling you. Now you can have the the ball. Run with it. What I what I wanted to say about you know my friend back when I was a child was um, I had told her the day before I said listen we had back in the late seventies early eighties we had those little pussy pajamas well she had a pair in yellow and I had a pair in red that zipped up so I said to her I said Angie I said I have an idea you know when we do nap time because back then you took naps I said let's go and change and put our little pajamas on and bring a teddy bear and she was like oh yeah that's a great idea so that's what we did I'll never forget that. We go in the bathroom, and I put on my little onesie pajamas. She put on her little onesie pajamas, and we had teddy bears. And we came out, and Mrs. Fisher, who was our teacher, was like, uh, girl. <laughs> well, you know, John and I had to go up to school. John Voigt and I were up in the principal's office talking to them, and they suggested that, you know, we sort of get help for our children. I wanted to kill the <laughs> bastards. And John, John was furious. No, John said, she's creative and she's expressing herself. And I said, and my daughter's artistic and she's expressing herself. That's why she painted Angie's face with big red lips. <laughs> oh, look, they're playing the Maleficent trailer. Everybody should. I, we, I, I think everybody should go and see Maleficent. It was a wonderful It was film. a lot of fun. And well, I, also, I, have, I have some, some Angie's poop. If anybody, uh, she's going to be retiring allegedly. But oh, she, Angie's retiring? Yeah. She's only going to retire after she's playing Cleopatra. She's going to be playing Cleopatra. Oh, oh cool. They've been working on it for a long time. Uh, Eric Roth wrote the script. They've kind of all been going back and forth. But um, she is going to be playing Cleopatra. She said it's a, it's a very complicated role. And the uh, couple of years process that it's been going on with, with her playing um, Cleopatra has been complicated, but but a good complicated, you know. So oh, that's, yeah, that's news breaking. So you're giving yeah. us a breaking news, dear. That's inside so stuff. That's good for you. Going to happen for like maybe I don't know another two years or so. So we'll see. She's going to make a gorgeous Cleopatra. Forget yeah, it. Those eyes wow. and those and they'll put black hair on her and probably dark. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you were watching the film? I know I I saw her little and coming in another house, jumping yeah. off the double beds. I relived all the moments with her. I saw her as an adult actress. I and, I, her, and I felt I, I, I felt the warmth I for her, like I like loved her. You know, I, I, I felt for her as, as the character. You know, in the one scene when I don't want to, you know, give away spoilers, no. but you know, when in the early on, uh, when that 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 major scene comes when she's laying down sleeping, and yes. that happens, I, I yes. felt so terrible for her. I just felt horrible. I felt. You know, you could see in in her face. She's a great actress. She's great. Yeah, you definitely um, you definitely swam in that in that downstream of emotion with her. And uh, you know, she had a lot of difficulty with the director. And I know what the difficulty was, because in the beginning of the film, she spoke with a very strange English accent. But at the end of the film, she didn't have the accent anymore. It was her own voice. Now, you know, they don't shoot films in sequence. So maybe they shot the the end at the beginning, which they usually do. And Angie was speaking in her own voice. And then she said to him, no, I want to do a fake voice. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. So I'm going to find out uh, what Angie did. When as soon as I can. Another movie we got to call our guest, you guys. But another <clears throat> movie too that we went and saw, and dear, that you would you will like the humor in is called Neighbors. Oh, I want to see Neighbors, and I also want to see a movie called Chef, 
with John Leguizamo. It's supposed yeah, to be that fun. looks good too. You will yeah. love though the humor in Namers because like Namers? you and I like the same kind of stuff. It's got it's got um Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron yeah. and that guy who plays Barbara Streisand's like son in that movie, and right. it's very funny. Oh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's a pisser. I love him. And right. it has what's her face that I love. Is it Emily? I Blunt? love her. She's so funny. The English girl. Yeah, She's Emily great. Blunt. Is it Emily? Blunt? Yeah. Oh no, it's not Emily Blunt. It's no, the lady who played in uh in that that scary movie. It's the uh. Oh, God, why am I? Wait, I have to IMDb it really quick. Um, whoa. I forgot her name. She was in that movie though. Uh, that they made the sequel to. Um, about the ghosts. Oh, I forgot her name. I oh, heard the movie that right was now. very. Uh, the movie I want to see, I heard was very good. It's something about the Wild West. Oh yeah, how the West was won. No, no it's not, not how, how the West, West was won. Oh, it's nice to die in the West. Million. Oh, Rose Byrne, I love her. Rose yes. Byrne, that's it. Rose Byrne, yeah. All right, you guys. Like so we gotta yeah. we, we gotta call Danielle Lilly. She's our next guest. Chad, you want to go ahead and ring her up? Roger that. Any work, Didge? Uh, no, not, not as of now. I'm still waiting to hear back from Jurassic Park. I got an email. Who? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Oh, Jurassic. That'd be good. That's that'd be a fun film to work in. I have from now love- until August to find out. Hello. Hey, Danielle, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. You're live just to let you know. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. How are you? I'm great. Before we get started, I'm going to introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Lily. How you doing? Danielle. Oh, Danielle. Lily's Look, Danielle Lily. Well, you, you know what? I'll call you Lily. Because <laughs> I'm crazy about Lily McLeod, the singer, so why not be crazy about you? So I'm going to call That's you Lily. fine. There you go. Then we got we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hey, Danielle. How are you? Great. Yourself? I'm doing well. And then we have uh, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Danielle Lilly, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And we have a chat room full of people, so give a shout out to the chat room. Hi, everybody. There you go. All uh, right. T- uh, Chad, could you put up a picture of her? Because she sounds gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yes, yes. Right she, she has gorgeous. a beautiful, sexy, pretty voice. You're, no, I she's agree. gorgeous. I want to see what she looks like. I think I've seen her. Oh, yes, I know yeah, who she is. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I know who she is. <laughs> okay. She was in that you movie. You guys are making so. me blush over here. I'm That's okay. No, we blush. do that all the time. Actually. <laughs> no, you know what? When you're my age, you'll be begging, paying people to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, like you're in California now, right? Um, no, I relocated back to Florida, so I've been back here for a little bit of time. Did you really? Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's so funny. Okay, I want to let everybody, all our listeners know, first of all, like, Danielle, I actually, this is a guest I actually know. Um, it's not like I know her really well. It's just how gorgeous she is. She's and, beautiful. Um, they're putting you up can... pictures of you for everybody to see, just so She's you know. She's very glamorous. And, very, um, very 1950s Hollywood. Um, but everybody knows, because we've had Shane on the show a lot, and Shane Layton did a movie called The Incubus, and, uh, and, and that's where I actually met Danielle, where she played the really hot bitch girl, which she kind of, like, does a lot. Cause she's like a really hot girl, and uh, so that's where we actually like met. So when when this new movie came up and they were sending out uh, people for interviews and everything, I was like, oh my gosh, I know her. It'll be so much fun. And she has a new film called Blood Widow that uh, came out on Net- on Redbox yesterday, and I watched it this morning, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So congratulations on Blood Widow. Thank you so and- much. <clears throat> and tell me what. So you went to L.A. and then you moved back because you know I moved from Florida to Pennsylvania, and now we're moving back to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Just I gypsies. guess you know when you move away from Florida, it always brings you back, right? I guess so. I don't know what it is. Just the, the it's too cold up here for us. Number one, number two, my father's like getting older and he's down there. And number three, like I know everybody, and it's easy to get movie roles and stuff down there because I like know everybody. <laughs> now, Danielle, yeah, Danielle, I have a question to ask you. Don't uh-huh. you think that Jimmy Starr should have won the Oscar for his portrayal in that film? 
the incubus? Incubus. When he was <laughs> oh. running through the woods and he tripped and fell on his face. I think it was brilliantly done, of course, and it took tremendous amount of talent and acting, as Jimmy will tell you when he talks about his role in that movie. That's uh, not actually, nice. Actually, I will have to agree with you on that. He did a fantastic job, He was overstarring you and everybody else. Jimmy Jimmy refers to it as his film, by the way. I can't help it. I like it. It was fun. I had a good time. I met a lot. I'm still keeping in touch with almost all the people from the film, and everybody's doing really well. Keeping in touch with your film. I know. Well, everybody's doing really well that was in it. Like, a lot of the people are getting a lot of acting roles. Mm -hmm. And and look, now we have Danielle, which I haven't seen her in like three years, and like she's back and she's got a new film. So so let's talk a little. First of all, I want to talk about the fact that, like, because you're doing a lot of horror movies. Like, you're becoming like the, like, really hot, like, Scream Queen chick. I know it's crazy. You know they're they're attracting me, and hey, I'm not going to turn them down. Hey, I wouldn't turn them down either. Like I, I was looking on your IMDb, and you did a movie called The Trap Door, and it had a great cast of like really famous people uh, in it. And now you have this one, Blood Widow, which uh, is out yesterday, and everybody can go to. I think it's Blood Widow. It's either BloodWidow.com or BloodWidowMovie.com um, to it's check it all out. Say it again. It's BloodWidow.com. Okay, bloodwidow.com, and, and you're basically like, uh, you're like the hot lady who moves with her boyfriend into a new house, and there's a, a building next door that has kind of like a, it's an old school, right? A boarding school or something? Yeah, it's an old abandoned boarding school. And, and bad things happen to somebody in that boarding school, <laughs> and there, therefore comes the Blood Widow, who is a female horror icon. So you know how all these horror movies always have like guy killers, um, Deirdre, you'd make a good female killer too. I would, and I'd love to play one. <laughs> and uh, and Danielle, starting plays- with your landlady. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's a few people on on my list right now that I could actually make a movie. <laughs> Let's get it. There you go. Get a camera. Get it's a like camera. A snuff and go. film, exactly. So, I can do very nice. Have your calling right there. There you go. <laughs> not to get off the subject of your movies, we will get back to. But I adore and love Shane Layton, don't you? <laughs> yes, she's uh, she's fantastic. Very talented. She's one of my dearest friends in the world. We love her. Every time we go to Florida, we spend a lot of time with she and Frank. Absolutely. Sweetheart of a girl. Oh, and talented, actually, talented. And she's got a, a single coming out. We're putting that on, the, on my record label mm-hmm. uh, in August. Um, but anyway, let's go back because we love so Shane. I just want she one more on question, okay. Danielle. Danielle, do you find that more and more film work is going to Florida now than before? You know, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of things that are produced very well coming out of Florida, so it's extremely exciting, and, you know, there's so many talented people here, so I think that that's a great thing. Yeah, because we were told that so many uh, production companies now are going to Florida to film, that it sort of is like New Orleans, North Carolina, Georgia, and now Florida. Florida reduces the tax thing. They're going to flood Florida with film. It could be the next movie capital. You believe that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's all about the incentives, you know? It's the incentives, and Florida now is negotiating new incentives. Well, so, yeah, I, so, was, so was L.A. L.A. just passed a bill. Oh, they, they did? They, yeah, so um, they have to now do a budget and then vote on the budget, and then a lot of things won't go into effect until 2016. Wow, that's a long way yeah. off. So, yeah, so, oh, that's a long, yeah, that is a long way. So, like, it's only a like, and a half. Let's go. I want to talk- bring everybody back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's. I want to go because I don't want to like get off the topic. Let's finish with Blood Window, and then I, let's finish 50. with Blood Widow, and then when I want to go back and ask her about some of that since she went to L.A. for a while. Um, did you actually book Blood Widow when you were in L.A. or when you were in Florida? 
When I was in Florida, so I had, I'd come home for the summer, and um, I wanted to strengthen my reel, so I went over to uh, Full Sail over in Orlando, auditioned for a few 35 millimeters, and I noticed that Blood Widow was using the facility to hold auditions, so I read for the part of Lori, and here I am. Yeah, because you're like the star of the film. I mean, like, this is your, that was, is that your first, like, star, like, on the actual star of the film movie? Um, yeah, I'd have to say so. I mean, I had a pretty heavy character in Trapdoor out in L.A., and... Also, another horror film that I did many, many years ago. Um, Five Across the Eyes. Yeah, <laughs> we have to bring that one up. Yeah. So, um, We've all got those. Yeah, I've got one now. <laughs> a winner. Okay, so so like so like now you're like the leading lady. You haven't a. I mean, I haven't seen you in four years, but you look like all your pictures. I I, I googled you online. Everything. You don't look like you've aged at all. You're still incredibly gorgeous and beautiful as always. Um, and and I think everybody needs to see this film, like, cause I think it's so cool to have a horror movie with an actual like female killer, like, cause you hardly yeah. ever have a. Killer. No, there was one it years ago. It definitely spice things up a little bit. Yeah, years ago, Joan Crawford did that when she axed a guy's head off, and that was considered so terrible back in the 1963 or 4. Uh, Joan Crawford was a hatchet murderer. Well, I actually went online to see how your reviews were on Blood Widow, which, by the way, you got really good reviews. Everybody in the cast didn't get great reviews, but the film overall got more positive reviews. And, and, and I, love, I love the part when the Blood – first of all, the Blood Widow has an awesome like mask. It's a really cool mask the chick has on. And, uh, and there's a scene in it where like you're hanging out the window and the dude's arms get cut off, and it looks really oh. good. It was awesome. <laughs> He loves that stuff. The more they cut off, the more he I loves love, the I love the fact that there was like gore in this movie and like there was heads getting chopped off and people getting knived and guts falling out and everything. That's, and that's like, a horror movie. You got to have, you know, gore and, and blood and But is shopping. it cool for kids to see it's this? Not, kids aren't going to see it anyway. Yeah, they're not watching horror movies. Kids what watch their parents screwing. They're going to watch what? a movie too. Come on. Kids watch everything. Kids? Forgot when you Wait, were a You're kid. talking. You're not let them talk. Let her well, talk. I have to get my point Okay, Deirdre, go. Say it again. Oh, thank you. Well, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! At what age do you think kids like? What's the what's the age that you think are 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 watching this when you say kids? I mean, ten, eleven, twelve. I think it'll be like probably like thirteen and up. Well, I, I, I don't mean, know what it's. Ra- I don't know what the rating is. What's the rating of Blood Widow? Do you know of Blood Widow? Do you know Danielle? Are you um speaking in terms of the age demographic that'll be watching it? Yeah. Oh. I think that, you know, it's all over the place. I think that it definitely reaches out to a younger demographic as well as, you know, 30s, 40s, even adults. I think that, you know, it has potential for both. I think so, too. The special effects, I mean, were done really well. Like, it doesn't look cheesy like a lot of other films that we've done recently and uh <laughs> and so like it wasn't cheesy it wasn't cheesy at all like the effects are actually really good the majority of the acting is really good it's set in a really cool like location um and i just think the whole thing was fun and we should give some credits out it was directed by jeremiah buckholt i don't know how to pronounce it um buckholt and uh it's available on redbox um as of yesterday you guys and uh, it's bloodwidow.com and and basically in their promos they say it blends the wickedness of a nightmare on elm street with candyman and uh and the coolest thing about it though is that it's a female uh, first of all the poster is amazing and danielle i loved it when the poster came and like your name is on the top like in big letters i thought i thought oh my god good for her congratulations that's so awesome and the fact that the killer is like super like good looking look even though you can't tell what she looks like you can tell she's got a great body <laughs> she's such a sweetheart um, totally different than the actual character 
Yes, absolutely. And I think you did a really, really great job since I haven't seen any of the other things that you did except for the Incubus. I was like, as an actress, I think you've grown over the last few years a lot. And so I was very happy for you. And just congratulations, you know, for being able to be in the film in the first place and having the lead role. Why, thank you very much. It means a lot. Yeah, it was fun. And so now let's talk a little bit about, though, because now you're back in Florida. We're actually coming down there in two weeks um, mm -hmm. to look, look for a house hunt, going house hunting. And um, uh, talk about it a little bit, because now you're, you were in L.A. How long did you actually stay in L.A.? I was out there for about a year and a half. Um, and prior to that, I was back and forth quite a bit. I was filming a few projects. So I, you know, relocated. I was going back and forth flying. And then finally, I just made the move and went out there. Okay, and did you like, like, because both Ron and Deirdre both have lived out there for many years, and uh, I, I haven't, I just go out there to visit, but I've never actually lived out there, but how did you find um, the opportunities, you know, was it such a big pond that it was hard to get noticed, um, or what did you think about it just in general, about the, comparing it to Florida, since I can only compare things to Florida, since that's the only, only place I've lived? Yeah, I mean, I loved it, I think that there's definitely lots of good training out there, there's many, many amazing coaches um, at the tips of your fingertips. So, um, you know, studying was a big thing for me while I was out there. Um, I loved L.A. as a whole. I, you know, I hit a few hurdles, so I decided to come home for a little um, brief time, and Florida's kept me here for a while, so okay, I haven't gone back yet, but hey, as long I'm as looking you're working, forward to going all back. that matters, right? Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, as long as yeah, you're working, and we're looking forward to coming back L to Florida. L.A. is still the place. I had a TV show out there for four years. Never, never could it have gone up in Florida at all. So L.A. Right. is definitely a, a better opportunity, I feel. Every, I, mean, everything I definitely is think that it takes you to a different level talent-wise. Um, I think that, you know, Florida, a lot of times, it's a lot of who you know and staying in definitely. networking and staying in connection with the right people and I think uh, L.A. is, obviously there is some of that, but I think that a lot more projects are based on your talent and, mm -hmm. um, you know, your actual previous experience. I agree with you, though. Like, I think, I guess a lot of it does go with who you know. And, like, you, like I, you know, we're, since we're from Florida and have done so much in Florida, like, I can just get on the phone and call people and I don't have to, like, wait in lines and stuff because, like, I know where to go. Yeah, but in LA, <laughs> there's no place to, you can't network. Well, aren't you so popular? I love it, though. I think you got to, hey, you got to have some benefits, though, for everything. Actually, too, everybody in the chat room is asking, are you on Twitter? Because nobody can find you. Do you actually have a Twitter account? I do, but I don't utilize it that much, so I probably should. Um, I think that my username is Danny Lilly, D-A-N-N-I-E-L-I-L-L-E-Y. Okay, I'm going to give you some advice. Yes. <laughs> my advice is you need to be on Twitter, that Twitter is the end-all, be-all of everything, mm -hmm. and that every major celebrity and star-studded event that we go to and everything, you know, guests for this radio show, movies that we're involved with, artists uh you know super famous artists on the record label that we have uh we get them all everything comes from twitter and that you can network on twitter and get movie roles and 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 get networked into everything through twitter it is the the place to be so like i would definitely ad advise it and even like follow me i'm dr jimmy star on it and i can like you know help introduce you to like people who can do a whole lot of things because we're doing some really great projects with some huge huge uh you know people people and all the networking comes off of twitter twitter is like it facebook's okay but twitter is like where it's at and i got three very good movie roles because of twitter in three motion pictures that are going to be made soon uh when jimmy tw uh Tweeted. Tweeted. I was going to say twatted. <laughs> I do that all the time. When Jimmy tweeted 
uh, all these different people. So you can get work. Yeah, you can get a lot of stuff from Twitter. You should follow me and like I'll start introducing you to people. Okay, I actually have a correction. It's actually Danielle R. Lilly. D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-L-I-L-L-E-Y. Danielle R. Lilly. Okay, I'm going to follow you in a little bit. I can't do it right now, but I'll follow you. Everybody in the chat room, that's it. It's Danielle R. Lilly, so follow her. And then you got to get on – everybody in the chat room even saying get on Twitter because that's – you know we met all the people that are in the chat room on Twitter. But it really is a good thing, and once you build your following, all kinds of opportunities can open up. Um, you got any new projects that you're working on Currently, that we, I'm not that we can brag about? Currently not signed on to do any projects. You know, I'm just really focusing on uh, auditioning, reading lots of scripts. Um, I think that, you know, definitely I'm at a point in my career where uh, I need to be a little bit picky and I really want to do something that challenges me and something different than I've done in the past. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, Bloodwood will open a few doors and everything's really exciting right now. So I actually think it will open some doors because I think that, uh, that, that you did a really good job in it. And I'm a huge horror film fan. I watch everything, whether it's really good or really, really terrible. So uh, I was really excited about it. I think it will open a lot of doors. Um, are you looking to, uh, are you okay in the horror genre or, or you want to, I mean, obviously you probably wanted to everything, but like, are you enjoying being in the horror genre? You know, I love it. I've always found horror very fascinating, and there's something so mystifying about it. So I've always had a, you know, a special level of an appreciation for that genre in particular. Um, but I will say that, you know, it's not necessarily about the genre. It's more about the character. You know, I really want a character that I can build and really develop. Um, and it's all about how I resonate with the character. So I'm open to any genre. Ooh, I love that answer. <laughs> That's a little intelligent for you. Though. I know. I didn't think you get know, that's it. Why I, I thought it would go right over your oh, head. Oh, yeah, right. Thanks. <laughs> do you know what resonate means? Yes, of course I oh, do. Oh, good. I'm glad. Listen to you. I loved it. No, that was great. So, so everybody, here's what you got to do. You got to follow. Let's get Danielle tweeting. Follow Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R, Lily on Twitter, L-I-L-L-E-Y. Go to Redbox and rent Blood Widow. If you're a horror movie fan... You're definitely going to enjoy it. If you just like to look at like hot chicks because Danielle is incredibly gorgeous and beautiful, you want to see that. And uh, there is no nudity, so don't get don't no perverty things going on. So just go and see it because she's beautiful and she's fabulous. And you heard her on the Jimmy Star show. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We also want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing uh, for setting up the interview. And we're going to be back in Florida soon, so I'm sure we will see you. Am I allowed to say goodbye to her because I talk sure. too much? Danielle. Uh-huh. It's a pleasure, honey. You sound wonderful, and I think everything is going your way. I feel the vibes of of good energy coming out of you. You're thinking right. You're positive. Yeah, you've got the look. I'm assuming you've got the talent, and if you have the look and the talent, there's no stopping you, honey. You know, thank None you at so all. much. All of those words mean a lot. And you know, when are you going to be on Net- Florida? Will you Let be on Netflix? Wait, will you be on Netflix? Because I want to see this movie. No, this one's not. It'll probably eventually be on Netflix. Yeah, if it's on Redbox, Redbox, it should go to Netflix, right? Yeah, Redbox is I've, big. I've seen it pending on Netflix. I'm not quite sure if it's fully available, but it's definitely showing up on Netflix. So it should. Oh, be it is on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, I'll watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna no, watch. no, it's not on there yet. It's it's available, but it means it's not quite available yet. It's showing it could that be. It's... As of yesterday, it wasn't, but it might be oh, okay. now. Okay, I'll, I'll check. Because I want to see the film. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, We're going to look you up. We're going to look you up when we're in Florida. I'm sure we're going to work on something together in the near future anyway because we'll be down there networking just like you, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Can I say one thing? (laughs) I'm going to get murdered for this. They're going to kill me for this. But if you want to go hysterical and have a great laugh, watch Croker. That's a film that I'm in. Croker, the film that I'm in. 
I mean, talk talk about a actually he's really good in it. But the film is really. Please watch it. You invite friends. You will go. You're not supposed to laugh, but you will. It is probably. You watch Blood Widow and I'll watch Kroger. Okay. Mine's like a train wreck. What is yours? Like a sinking (laughs) ship? No, hers is good. Mine's fantastic. Yeah, hers is fantastic. No, I don't mean mean Blood Wife. I mean the the bad one. The dog. That's what she's talking about. No, Uh, you said you had a dog prior. Oh, Five Across the Eyes is the one she said. Right. I'll watch your Five Across the Eyes and you watch Kroger. And then we'll call (laughs) each other and we'll compare notes. Okay, just make sure you had a few beers before you watch it. Well, with mine, make sure you wear uh, glasses that don't have lenses. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All righty, so Dan, so thank you. Go ahead. So basically just put my head under a blanket. <laughs> What's that? She said, basically, put my head under a blanket. Oh, my film. I'm killing myself. All my friends want copies. I said, oh, they don't have them. <laughs> the machine broke. Is it that bad? Oh, Deirdre, Deirdre, your sister. Okay, not online, you guys. I don't want to talk about that online because there's people in the chat room. I know, but Leslie didn't stop. Okay, so Danielle, we want to thank you. Yeah, Leslie laughed. We want to thank you for coming on the show. Good luck with Blood Widow. I want everybody to rent it. Everybody go get Blood Widow on Redbox and watch it, and then you'll know who we were talking to. And Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you, sweetie, for being on our show. Bye. Bye, bye. What a nice, sweet girl she She's is. nice, and she, look how pretty she is. She looks like a guest model. She's beautiful. Yeah. like a glamour, like the 1950 glamour pusses. Look at her. Glamour yeah, she's puss. really good, and she was yeah. in. She played the really bitchy girl in the Incubus. Well, she was pretty I good in that ask too. Her if she was Union, because I'm finding here in uh, New Orleans and what's going on in Florida and also North Carolina and Georgia is that they're doing all the main principal casting out of L.A. So there's really. There's not, and also because even though all states, all these southern states are right to work states, if you're union, you can't do non-union work. I just found this out, so I can't do any non-union work now. And I oh, so I you're could. really stuck. I'm screwed right now. Yeah, because that, um, that, the acting class that I'm in, Lorraine, who's my scene study partner, she's on the SAG board here, and so she gave me the whole lowdown. I wonder gonna, if that's that way ever because I have a ton of union friends in Florida that are do non-union movies like all the time. Florida, you can. Not, they it's, have, Florida, no, it's allowed. No, yeah, it's Florida is a, is a non-whatever. It's a right-to-work state, and then you can't. It's illegal. It's, I thought Florida, I thought out, if no. you were union, you could work in Florida. No. If yeah, I think so. I think, Deirdre, if you're a union, you can work in film. Okay, we'll have to f- actually find it out because, like, I have a lot of friends who've made, like, horror movies that are, like, been in theaters and stuff, and they also do, like, uh, independent films in Florida all the time that I know are not right. union, but... But, uh, but the- also, that's that's like three or four years ago, and I don't know. Maybe things have changed since then. I would work yeah. the triangle. The triangle is Georgia, Florida, New Orleans. That's the triangle. But uh, you're right. Casting is coming out of L.A. If you yeah. went back to L.A., they cast you there and ship you to these three places to do the film. Yeah. So what, they're, so what they're actually casting for these three places are really just like day player roles, featured. You know, you're not getting right. really any starring, principal co-starring guest yeah you get like the people with like five lines right what what are the the trades saying when you read the trades what are they saying uh i I don't know i don't really read the trades that much you have to read the trades that's where you get all the dirt and you know who's filming and casting what where i'll start getting us the trades also we want to tell but wait excuse me i agree with that you do not have to live where they manifest where they make the film because they make them all over you've got to live where they cast the film yeah exactly you've got to live where they cast 
So in a couple of months, you'll move back to L.A., I promise you. Also, Lori's in the chat room. We should say hello. Hi, Lori. Lori. My Wait, Lori? Lori? Yeah, you're Lori. My Lori? Oh, hi, baby cake. The same Lori that you said you twatted to. <laughs> I twatted? I saw Wait, her twat. Lori? There's so many different Lori's. Oh, Lori's Lori, um, My Lori. Oh. Lori. Portuguese oh. Lori. I have no idea who she is. Is that my Portuguese Lori? Yes, Lori Estevez. Uh, yes, my, my, Estevez who's celebrating the Portuguese festival and doing all kinds of stuff. She's gorgeous. Lori Estevez de la Ventura. Yes, she looks like Linda Darnell, for those of you who remember who she was, one of the greatest actresses of the 1940s, a great beauty. And Lori is probably one of the sweetest, nicest friends I've got. And I love her very much. And I love her boyfriend very much, too. The two of them are a sweet couple. And um, I had she a date. Love listening. Love to love listening. Have a wonderful evening. Oh, she went away because she got scared. I mentioned her boyfriend. I'm not going to give his name away. <laughs> I was told not to. It's a secret. Anyway, Laurie is fabulous. There you go. I love it. She's the. She's one of my favorite. <clears throat> hey, Chad, are you still there? Barely. Hey, okay, sexy. I haven't heard from Chad all, all hour long. What's up, D? <laughs> Hey, what's oh, she eating? <laughs> too much. <laughs> I hope you get out of New Orleans soon. What are you eating? Oh, oh what am I eating? Um, what do we have? Bananas, watermelon, sunflower, uh, salad with olive oil, apples, oranges. I don't know. Um, what else did I, I, I eat? Could, Ham, I could eat that. had a cheeseburger uh, earlier, like some scrambled eggs. Mm -hmm. So okay. everything, too all much. All good stuff. I eat all that stuff. All right. I like that. Non-GMO. Non-GMO. Good for you. Non-GMO is the way to go. Non-GMO. What's that thing? I like that. What does that mean? Don't worry about it, Ron. You're okay. <laughs> what is Chad, what does it mean, non-GMO? I mean, uh, GMO is a genetically modified. It's Monsanto, which everybody's been protesting because the federal government will not regulate um, Monsanto. And if the people don't want gener um, genetically modified foods because it's proving to cause a million health conditions. It's not good for you. It's chemically altered. Be a little be a little less technical. What is Monsa, 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 company. Here you go. Company. Here you go, Ryan, Monsa real quick. Basically they make Roundup, the stuff you spray on weeds. They also made the Agent Orange back in Vietnam. They also yep. made the DDT that was uh, basically taken so, so off. So what are they making in food? Right now they are genetically modifying seeds, which you're taking in organisms, let's say a, a, a fish, and mixing it with a fruit, and then you patent it. And uh, basically, if you tried to grow my seed, I could sue you for growing my seed unless you sign a waiver. I have no idea what you're talking about. There you go. So that's why I said forget about it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's what bad. seed? What it's seed? Bad. What kind you of seed? Where's What's what is the seed? What there's there's two about? kinds of seeds, Ronnie boy. You got an organic seed owned by God, and you have a genetically modified seed owned by Monsanto. That's oh, pretty much now it. I understand. That's simple. So they feed the fish the seeds that are poisonous. No, they feed you the seeds. You that are poisonous. You got to well, start. How, you got to start. You have to start with the seed in order to get a plant, correct? Oh, so in other words, they put it in the wheat. They're growing food, right? They're growing food from these genetically modified seeds like corn, this and that. Soy. You know, well, man, you can't eat anything. You they can have eat, it in everything. Oh, sure. That's why you buy organic. That's yeah. why Chad's always talking about. He eats like those. He told us to get those organic steaks. The time yeah. that we Grass were looking for. Organic. Right. Well, tell me what. If I stop eating that crap, will I get younger? I yeah. don't know about that, but you might have less health problems. Yeah. I don't have any health problems. Oh, then keep, that's Kim what I said. Corn don't worry and soybeans are the main bad ones. Corn, corn. and soy, yeah. Corn, corn and soy. Jimmy loves corn. He eats it all the time. I do yeah, love you need to. 
you need to eat organic uh, corn. Meanwhile, you guys live in the country of Pennsylvania. They have all those local corn fields. You just mm-hmm. have to ask the farmers if they're non-GMO corn. And if it's not, then just go corn picking. All you have to do is walk <laughs> on their farm. They shoot you. Are you crazy? They're crazy. No, 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 no. I, no. That's not what I said. And you have to go there and talk to them and see. And they're and they selling can it. Buy their corn. Yeah. You can buy. She's saying you can buy like non-GMO corn. No, well, write that down, Jimmy. We have to do that. I, I can remember that, or I'll just I text can't. Chad. I can. Well, everybody, go find that Monsanto uh, petition that's going on on what is it? Petition dot org. And, and just think, I bought all those boxes of cornbread. About go the, return them. How about the movie theater last night? All that corn in that bucket you ate. Oh, I didn't. Jimmy eats that. I don't eat that crap. You ate popcorn, I too. had two handfuls, and I, I said to you, they have motor oil on this. It's not oil. Butter. Yeah, that's It was definitely number 40 motor oil. Well, in the chat room, there's uh, Cindy saying that she can really picture Ron and I out in the fields picking corn. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Get her done. I, I don't Get her have, done, yeah. I don't, have the, I don't have the right outfit for that. i got to go in my right. closet. It's overall. Corn picking outfit. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> jeans and I can wear my boots and my jeans and a plaid shirt. Kim says it's like like you still have to be careful because it's cross contaminated from the wind blowing the seeds from one farm to the next. You know what, everybody, go freak yourself. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah, you right? live, you've got to worry about dying. You know what, a bus could hit you right now. Well, that's why Chad's in such good shape, though, is he eats all that like nonsense. Yeah, but that doesn't guarantee he's going to live forever. A lot of it is DNA. I don't want to live because forever. Because according to your family, yeah, I want to leave the earth a better place than I found it. Oh, Chad. What did he say? He says he wants to leave the earth a better place than he found it. And so that's what he's... And I'm, I do and I'm too. not worried about living forever, ever, ever either. I, I, you know? I believe in life the world after a death. Place. And I'd like to start with guns and war movies and things like that. <laughs> Violence. That's how I want to leave the world. If I had a one wish that wasn't a monetary wish, I would wish that the world no longer had violence that it wasn't in movies, music, or people's mentality while they're driving, giving each other the fingers, r- road rage, a rape, murder. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you talk. Wow. That's you talking. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Road Rage. Like we oh, really? He's bad? I never give we the, can't even drive two. I never give the finger. I, oh, never, I hate the finger, and I never oh, give the no, finger. No, you just drive a car and punch windows. Oh my God! We're in New York, and he's like, "I'm so happy that we're in Newark." And he'll be driving. He'll honk the horn. Get out of the fucking way! <laughs> I'm so happy I'm in New York. But that's part of being a native New Yorker. That's how we drive. We do f you to everybody. We, we lower the window and scream. You know, get a horse. That's New York. It's part of the city. I love it. It's all over the. It's all over the country. I'm so tired of everybody saying it's because you're a New Yorker. Bull crap. L.A. Oh, they the yeah, but it, but we we in, we we invented it in New York. When LA was just pushing cars around, two cars on a freeway, we were always screaming. It's 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 like being in Rome when the Italians have an auto accident. They get out and beat each other up, and then the people that are watching that stick up for that one start beating each other up. And next thing you know, the whole town is beating each other up. It's wonderful. Actually, Chad, too, the chat room likes the fact that you like want to leave the world a better place. <laughs> Well, that's good. I hope everyone wants to do the same thing. No, you're right. Well, of course we do. <laughs> yeah, later, Ronnie. <laughs> Actually, we do, though, because, you know what, we, like, when he's talking about all the violence. tell you the truth. I don't have much time before right. I leave the world. Like, so I better move fast. Screw it. 
You know, we watch <laughs> TV. We watch TV at night, and Ron doesn't want to watch anything violent no. before we go to bed. So there's almost nothing that we can watch at TV. So we end up watching the Golden Girls every night at like midnight because Holy there's nothing that's not. And we wind up doing the really? dialogue with them as they speak. Yeah, because now we've seen them all. Seen them I'm all. Sorry, Jimmy. But no, my, no, Deirdre, <laughs> Grandpa was a very smart man. And Grandpa said to me when I was little, if you go to sleep listening to television and it's a bad story, you're going to dream about it and the next day not be happy. So go to sleep with happy music and happy stories. And that's what I tell Jimmy. When you go to sleep and you're half asleep and the TV is on and they're shooting and killing and the guy is yelling, I hate your guts, I'm going to kill you, that mentally disturbs you. And I think in the next morning you wake up, you, you have road rage. Hey, you might kill somebody. Hey, Chad, Chad, what time you got? You got about a minute. Okay, so we want to thank oh. our syndicates real quick, everybody. Uh, W4CY Radio and the fantastic Chad Murphy. <laughs> Uh, WROM Radio in Detroit, Monster FM Radio in New York, Planet Radio Network in, N in New York, LA, Ontario, and London, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. You can also hear us on the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, or go to Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, or iHeartRadio. How was that? I don't know, something funny. And next week, you guys, we got B.D. Freeman coming on. He's the host of, like, I Love the 80s on VH1. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, and our other guest is a surprise guest because I'm not sure if it's, like, totally worked out yet, but we're working on it. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Follow at Dr. Jimmy Star on Twitter. Follow at Ron Russell's show on Twitter. Follow the Deirdre. Yellow, the Yellow Brick Road? Uh, at Deirdre. <laughs> Yeah, Deirdre Sarego at, at Deirdre Sarego, whatever the hell. Just Google my That's name. That's so funny. Deirdre, 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 Deirdre. Sorry. It's very yellow today. Deirdre, face me. Call me later. Face me. I have my I face. I can. I've got, I've got my acting class right after the show. So oh, I'm, all right. So, so everybody have fun. Deirdre, hope everything goes well. Have a great move on Friday. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon. And everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.